All right, well, hey, y'all, here we are. A day late, but at least we're here. Here we are. I'm going to jump into some scripture that I want you to keep in mind, and then I'll pray, and then we'll jump into this week's episode. First scripture is Revelation. I know. Ooh, Revelation. Revelation 3, verse 1. Uh, Jesus is giving a message uh, to John, who's receiving the message, um, uh, to, to be sent to the church in Sardis. And this is what Jesus says to the church in Sardis. says, uh, I know your works. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Revelation 3.1, I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. That's the first scripture. Second scripture is Matthew 7, 22 and 23. Jesus is speaking again. He says, On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Now, I know, I know. I know exactly what you're thinking. Like, man, this is encouraging. Well, uh, keep these in mind as we go through this week's episode. Let's pray, and we'll get right into it. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, God, I just want you. I want you, more of you, all of you. Uh Bless me, bless every person listening uh, to this podcast with your complete, complete presence, God. Unrestricted, your complete presence. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I want to start by contrasting two words. Uh, The words are passive and pursuit. Passive and pursuit. Um, passive simply means, you know, it's like not active or operating. It's inert, stale, stagnant. It's passive. Um, and then pursuit is just an effort to secure or attain something. You know, it kind of implies action and movement and focus. Passive and pursuit. These two words are kind of opposite each other and can't really live together. But honestly, I think we try and make them live together a lot. I'm going to throw another word out there as well. Intention. Um, Intention is an act or an instance of just determining mentally upon some action or result. Right? Intention has purpose. It has direction. Intentionality is a very important word when it comes to us living out our faith. And uh, even more important when you pair it with the word pursuit. Intentional pursuit, I think, is how our faith should be defined. It's how it should look. Um, There's no such thing as passive pursuit. There's no such thing as passive pursuit. Pursuit can only be intentional by its nature. It can't be passive. Um, And I'm afraid that the majority of people who identify as Christians probably don't even realize that they are passive in their faith. Uh, that they say that they're they're pursuing Jesus, but um, you know when I ask a lot of people, you're like, how how are you pursuing Jesus? How are you doing that? What are the things that you're doing? Um, uh, they have a difficult time explaining it. Um, their typical answers are very simple. It's like you know, well, I go to church and you know I pray a lot and I do X Y Z whatever. Um, but most people, and maybe you're one of them, can't point to specific things that they are intentionally doing to pursue an intimate relationship with Jesus. Why is that? Why is that? Well, I think it's probably cultural 
to a degree. I think we've been raised in a very, you know, quote unquote, go to church, say these things, do this ritual, pay your dues, and you'll be good, right? This this religious culture. Um, I think it's a culture that not uh, that's not really asking much of you. And I think we really like that part of the religious culture a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, just the idea of like, I can just do the things. And then when I'm done doing the things, I can, I can do what I want. Um, very, very religious culture. Um, but that doesn't really work. All right. It might feel like it works because you're doing things and you're doing things that seem religious. Um, uh, you're doing things that seem religious, but what you're really doing is just passive. It's passive. It's not pursuit. You know, we think it's pursuit because we're quote unquote doing the things, but the goal of attaining an intimate relationship with Jesus is lost because we're not intentionally pursuing that relationship. You know, we're just kind of checking things off the list. But when we live like this, our faith becomes just mentally, emotionally, spiritually, just disengaged. Think about it this way. Have you ever been driving and your mind starts to wander and then you suddenly realize that you've driven a really long distance, right? But you don't remember actually driving that specific stretch of road. Um, or maybe you've been reading a book and have to reread a page or a paragraph multiple times because your mind wandered. And even though you were literally reading, your mind wasn't engaged in the words on the page. So you have no idea what it actually said. So you have to you know, read it all over again. It's like, I have no idea what I just read. Well, I think this can be our faith sometimes, maybe even most times. I think we're so used to, quote unquote, doing the things um, that we can get stuck on this autopilot mode where we become passive instead of intentional. And when we become passive, the intimacy in our relationship with Jesus, it dulls. Um, And I think in order to maintain that intimacy, to keep it sharp, to keep it strong, to grow in that intimacy, we have to be intentional in our pursuit of Jesus and avoid, you know, maybe even fight becoming passive. So how do we do that? How do we avoid this, this, this religious culture of passive pursuit? Well, I think first we have to understand that we actually naturally drift towards passivity. We naturally drift towards passivity. I think everything in our flesh wants to choose the easiest path to a certain destination or goal, right? That's why there's so many diet pills and, you know, weight loss plans and all these these gimmicky things that are like, hey, 30 days to your dream body, right? That appeals to us. Like that, I mean, it appeals to me. Like I see those commercials like, dang, yeah, I want to get ripped in 30 days. Um, it's easier than eating healthy and exercising six days a week for a year, right? Uh, if I can lose weight in 30 days, yeah, give me that pill. Give me that 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 plan. Um, we crave the easy path, and it shows by how our culture has treated religion. You know, it's easier to check the things off a, off a list. You know, just check the box. Get my gold sticker to heaven. Um, it's easier to do that than to sacrifice my life every day in pursuit of Jesus. It's easier to check it off the list than to sacrifice my life every day in pursuit of Jesus. Sacrificing my life every day requires so much effort. It requires so much effort. Sometimes it's just like tiring, right? But it's really what we need. You know, we need to be intentional in what we're doing. We need to make sure we're not just checking the things off the box, just 
quote unquote, doing the things. Uh, We need to make sure we are actively and purposefully engaging our minds and our hearts so that we don't get sucked into autopilot mode. You know, autopilot really happens when we forget to be intentional and we let our minds drift. You know, take the examples I gave earlier. You know, when you're driving, you don't just black out and then regain consciousness later down the road. That would be absolutely terrible, right? No, your mind is just wandering. You know, it's it's off, you know, thinking about something else and it, something else and it's occupied with just other things. Same thing with the book. Your mind is thinking about, you know, the dishes getting done or uh, needing to cancel lunch plans because your kid just got sick or, you know, maybe it's the the set list for this weekend or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, your mind is thinking about other things. Um, and when we are not intentional, we will drift into passivity. And the further we let ourselves drift, the, the more difficult it is to get back. But it's our natural tendency to drift. It's our natural tendency to drift into passivity. Um, so that's the, that's the first thing um, we need to do is we need to understand that we drift into passivity. Second thing we need is to have a plan for intentional pursuit. A plan for intentional pursuit. And I hope this this doesn't come across cold or anything like that because sometimes plans can, you know, feel very non-emotional and we want the emotional, happy-go-lucky things. But um, I think we need to have a plan for intentionally pursuing Jesus. Um, and this might start out confusing, but I promise it makes sense. Um, you know, part of our intentional pursuit is, quote-unquote, doing the things, Right. I know we kind of talked about it earlier in in this kind of negative connotation, but part of our intentional pursuit is doing the things, reading our Bible, praying, worshiping, going to church, being a part of community like life groups and stuff, um, fasting, etc. You know, doing the things. Um, But the larger part of intentional pursuit is what we are engaging what we are engaging. And this is what I mean by that. We can do the things as much as we want. You know, kind of like what we read back in Matthew chapter 7. We can do the things as much as we want, but if our mind and our heart and our spirit are not engaged in what we're doing, then we will start to drift towards passivity. So we need to do some evaluation. I I can do this on a regular basis. You can do it every single time if you need to, if you feel yourself drifting. Um, Do some evaluation. Make some intentional decisions before doing the things, before reading your Bible, before praying, before going to church or serving on a team. Maybe it's the worship team or the production team, right? Or whatever. Um, Evaluate yourself and kind of prepare yourself for intentionality. Ask yourself, you know, three questions and then some questions within them. Um, Like, is my mind engaged? Or like, how will I engage my mind during this time? Uh, Am I actually soaking up and retaining what I'm reading? Or am I getting lost in the task of it or letting my mind drift? Or when I'm praying, am I focused or am I distracted by my surroundings or what's going on in my life? You know, maybe there's a cricket in the background and it's just so distracting. Um, what distracts my mind from focusing on the Lord and and what he is saying? How can I keep those distractions at bay so that I can focus and keep my mind engaged? Um, so is my mind engaged? What about my heart? Is my heart engaged? Am I checking the box just off the list, you know, doing the things? Or am I reading and praying with a heart that's expecting God to speak and to lead? 
Am I expecting God to speak and to lead? Um, are there sins that I'm holding on to that I need to repent of? Um, is there something that has my heart uh, or part of my heart that I need to get over, give over to God and say, God, this is an idol. Um, you know, I, I give it to you. Forgive me um, and, and help me to turn from this and turn towards you. Um, am I wanting God's will instead of my own? Right, like really wanting God's will instead of my own. Uh, am I reading for prideful knowledge, so that I can seem you know smart to others or win arguments, or you know, am I reading for holy knowledge, for revelation to know the God who created everything? Is my heart really engaged in this? You know, I think we talked last week or the week before about a heart check. Um, Am I am I doing this? Am I reading for for holy knowledge, revelation of the God who created me, who created everything? Is my heart engaged? And the third thing is my spirit engaged. I think this is a little more difficult to judge, but um, uh, ask questions like: uh, Am I listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit when I'm praying, or is my mind just producing random thoughts? Um, or am I discerning the will of God because I'm surrendered to Him? I'm surrendered to Him, or am I just you know speaking to myself the things that I want to hear? Um, I think discerning is a huge thing. You know, the spirit always agrees with the word of God. Um, so I think it's it's makes it easier, not easy, but easier to discern the will of God over my will. Um, sometimes when I'm praying and I feel like God says something, um, oftentimes he says it in a way that I wouldn't say it um, or that might go against, you know, kind of like my flesh and everything. Um, so is my spirit engaged? Is my spirit engaged? Is my mind engaged? Is my heart engaged? Is my spirit engaged with the things that I'm doing? I think these are questions that are worth praying through and thinking through so that your faith isn't left a chance. Again, you know, there's no such thing as passive pursuit. It has to be intentional. It has to be intentional. Don't be the person in Revelation 3 or Matthew 7, you know, that does the things but doesn't actually have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Don't be the person in Revelation or Matthew 7 that does the things but doesn't have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Pursue him and do it with great intentionality. Let's pray. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, search my heart, Lord, search my heart. I pray that you would reveal to me the places that I've become passive um, and just lead me by your Holy Spirit, Lord. Reveal to me the places I've become passive Help me to hand those over to you, to be intentional with them, and lead me by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, I'm going to play some music. Pray through those questions. Think through them. Have the Holy Spirit kind of uh, check you on those things. Have him uh, ask him to show you things that you need to see and hear. And just take them to the Lord. Take them to the Lord in intentional pursuit.
going to close in prayer, but if you need more time, you know, rewind this to the beginning of the music or just sit in silence and continue to focus your attention on the Lord. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, forgive me. Forgive me, God, for all the ways that I've sinned against you um, for just going through the motions um, in the places and in the ways that I have been. I want you more than anything else in my life. Help me to pursue you with everything that I have, God. Everything that I have. In Jesus' name, amen.